This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Vane Innovations. And a good Saturday afternoon to you folks. It is an absolutely gorgeous Saturday. This is what I call a Chamber of Commerce Day. Not a cloud in the sky, 65 degrees. And it is a perfect day for our G-Day game at the University of Georgia, our 93K. There's absolutely no reason for you not to fill those stands. And if you can't make it to Athens, of course, you can listen to it right here. Home of the Dogs, News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Well, we're going to switch gears from football to baseball. We are in our final season of Turner Field, and so I wanted to get on Adam Zimmerman, Vice President of Marketing for Turner Field. And Adam, it's it's kind of bittersweet right now. It's, you know, you have the excitement of the new Braves Field being built, but you have the, the memories of the old stadium. So I want you to tell us a little bit about what fans that uh, are buying their season tickets and that will be coming to the future Braves games next year, what do they have to look forward to? Well, Belinda, thank you so much for having me on, and it is a beautiful day. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Have you been out, have you been out to the park yet this year? I have not. I've driven by it 100,000 times, and y'all are really booking it. I'm telling you, well, come see us. You know, we've got a great homestand starting on Tuesday, Dodgers, Mets, Red Sox, so let us know when you want to come out. Oh, I will. But speaking of G-Day, uh, you know, we had legendary coach Vince Dooley out, uh, you know, the second game of the year for, with us. And one of, the, one of the things that we're doing this year to celebrate the final season of Turner Field is inviting someone to come and participate in a ceremony that we have. Yeah, I love that y'all are doing this. It's fun, you know, and it's it's we're it, it's all different types of people. We had Chipper Jones and Andrew Jones do the first game because we brought back the '97 team. Uh, had Coach Dooley tear down '80 in honor of his national championship in 1980, and uh, have had folks like Walter Banks, who's been an usher Love for the him. Braves for 50 years, and then you're going to see fans. Um, you know, we encourage fans to share memories with us. You know, we have a Turner Field memory where fans can kind of say, I, you know, I met my wife here, or this is a, a special day that I remember with my grandfather. We're, we're really getting a lot of great stories uh, from Braves fans from all over Braves country that are sharing with us. So what you're doing is in the fifth inning, you're having folks take down the number of how many home games left until uh, the stadium start. That's correct. Okay. So, you know, 81, 80, 79, 78, all the way down to the final game in Turner Field. And uh, like I said, we've had, we've just really, really been, you know, the stories that we're getting from people who want to be a part of it um, are, are really fantastic. And, and yes, we're going to have, you know, it can be everything from, from entertainers and singers and actors who call Atlanta home to, as I said, you know, fans uh, that, that want to share their story uh, of, of how memorable the Braves are to them and their memories of Turner Field. Okay, you brought up Walter Banks. Now, he yes. was the, um, well, the concessionaire, private concessionaire of 
uh, Ted Turner for how many years? Oh, my goodness. I mean, he's been with the Braves since 1966. Oh. And, and, and I'll tell you what. I mean, just a, a remarkable man and, and the, the stories that he can tell. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, just, just fantastic. So we were delighted to, to honor Walter. Uh, and you're going to see some other people that have been with the Braves for a number of years get that opportunity over the course of the year. And he, sadly, is going to retire after this year. Uh, oh, the stories will always be there, though. I'll tell you what. Okay, now, the food concessions have changed tremendously <laughs> over the years at, the, at Turner Field. I mean, heck, a few years ago, you started having H&F burgers. Who would have we thought? We do. We do. You know, food has been a hot topic. Now, Now, well, we do have garden wraps and so forth, Belinda. People are more interested in sort of the fun food items that we have, you know, the the Punisher, the Ted, the Burgerita, you know, that's been out there. Yeah. And, uh, fans are fans are really getting into that. But, you know, we have a great concessionaire with, with Delaware North that's, that's bringing us some great ideas. And then to your point, we have great chefs associated with us, uh, you know, obviously Lynn Hopkins and H&S. And, and so the, one of the, the top food, chefs in the con- in the country absolutely, is doing you know, ballpark and as, food. And as you well know, because um, that's one of your topics, I mean, we have a we have an incredible restaurant scene uh, here in Atlanta. And we want to continue to showcase those great chefs that are right here in our backyard. Well, the Braves are the longest continuously operating franchise in Major League Baseball. That's correct. And that's, that's correct. really something to celebrate. It really is. You know, and we, uh, we've been having some fun telling that story of, of the Braves over that, of, of that period of time. And, and uh, you know, we've got some great merchandise, actually. We, we actually were down at uh, Pont City Market for a couple weeks before we started the season doing some things down there. And um, bringing back some of that um, that old merchandise, even even back to the uh, the Atlanta Crackers. Mm-hmm. So there's a rich tradition of baseball in the city of Atlanta, as you know, and some of that merchandise is down there at, at Ponds at a place called Citizen Supply. And uh, so, yeah, 100 plus years of, of, of baseball history to talk about and continue to celebrate. Okay, is that all going to end? Or are you going to take a piece of that, a part of that? To the new stadium. Absolutely. In fact, you know, the, the Chick-fil-A cow is, is, is already, you know, kind of moving from Turner Field <laughs> okay. up the road. And, you know, I think you're going to see elements of, uh, of what people have loved through the Braves, you know, as we made the transition from, from Fulton County Stadium, yeah. right, to Turner Field. And now Turner Field to SunTrust Park. You know, the Braves are alive and well. And, uh, and a lot of that tradition is going to continue with us. Are you still going to have a lot of the interactive games for kids that really get them excited and feel like they can be a part of it? Even bigger and better. You know, uh, it, it's, it makes all of us smile, uh, you know, when we, when we see so many kids coming down to the ballpark and having fun, you know, with their, with their families. And so what more can we do to get them to love the game and to, and to love the experience of, of going down to the ballpark and, and spending an afternoon and evening? Now, I've taken my son and a bunch of his friends um, for a birthday party. I believe Who's it was on a Sunday. And he got to, they all ran the bases. Right. Um, they loved it. Absolutely. You get to pretend that you're a major league player. You they, know, we, they were out we of breath. Were able to, we were able to do that. Uh, you know, we do an event in late January that we'll do next year called Fan Fest. And mm-hmm. that was an opportunity for us to kind of 
throw open the gates to Turner Field and, and let people come. And, and people just love that opportunity to, to come down, to sit in the dugout, to walk on the outfield track and, you know, maybe play a little, you know, catch on the field. So um, that's something we're going to look to do because, you know, it's, it's really special. It's, 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 it really does create memories for our fans. Now, what are some new things that you haven't done at Turner that you're going to do? Well, you know, you're going to see us do a lot of music this year. Um, and that's always, when you think about music, Belinda, you know, take me out to the ball. Yeah. Game. Um, Timothy Miller, who, um, if you've been to a Braves game, is our, our tremendously talented. He sings for the Atlanta Opera. He's sort of been the, the mainstay in our new campaign this year. Uh, and, and players have walk-up music and so forth. Yeah. So, you know, music... Music is actually a, uh, a really, really cool part of, of, of what we're, we've got going on. So you're going to see us do concerts. Um, we've got Chris Stapleton coming up, which is going to be a good show. We've got artists reaching out to us that, that want to come down and, and, and play. And, you know, Turner Field is a, is a perfect venue for music. Um, funny, I had a, a conversation um, earlier in the day with we have a, a young guy named Malik Smith who has uh, just been called up to the Braves, and he'll make his debut at Turner mm-hmm. Field on okay. Tuesday. And, you know, he's reaching out to fans and asking them, hey, what song should I play when I, when I walk up to bat? And it's been a lot of fun. So they so get to gonna, choose their own walkout music. They do. And it's a big <laughs> deal. I mean, you know, it's a really big deal. Uh, you know, what, what song am I going to walk up to home plate and play? And, you know, uh, some of those guys, they, 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 they have a favorite song or a favorite artist, you know, Chipper, of course. Oh, of course. Chipper. Right. And, you know, you think about this, this young man uh, who's a great young man, how excited he is for his, when he gets his first opportunity, uh, you know, to walk up to the plate at Turner Field. So, uh, you know, he's been having a lot of fun with the fans, and uh, they've been giving them, him his, their suggestions. So uh, music is going to be a great thing. Food, uh, you know, we're, we're also talking this. so how can we maybe do some art in the park? We've got a lot of really fun ideas and surprises for the fans, uh, you know, over the next few months. Now, can you spill the beans? Have you been thinking about who's going to throw out the first pitch? Because I've been, <laughs> I've been warming up. You have been warming up. I've been warming up. You let me know. You know, you, we tell you what, you know, that's, that's, you, 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 when you walk out on that field, I tell you what, there, we've seen some, some pretty great athletes. Uh, you know, you, you take a second and go, wow, there's, there's, let me tell you right now, no, watching me. (laughs) No, who are you? I I mean, seriously, have you started thinking about who's going to throw out the first pitch? For, for which game? For the, no, for the new season at the the park. We have, have. now that's, that's going to be a, carefully guarded oh, but uh, that this is, is a I mean, great gonna, show to debut that on oh i tell you what i know who to talk to about that okay right? yeah but we do we're gonna like i said you know we we've really uh got some some fun ideas and and some things that we think the fans are really going to enjoy and one of the one of the neatest things is is you know getting a chance to to talk to to fans who who really share with us you know this is what we love about the braves these are our favorite players you know, and, and again, you know, here are the memories in the same way that people had memories at Fulton County Stadium and Turner Field. They'll have memories at SunTrust Park. And so that's been that's been neat that the Braves have been really an indelible part yeah, of Atlanta yes. for the last 50 years and will continue to do so. And the Southeast, you know, we 
there's a lot of people um, in, in the Southeast that, that grew up on the Atlanta Braves. When, when I was a kid, I grew up in, in Florida, in the West Coast by Tampa. And, uh, you know, we didn't have baseball. And so my dad who was a big baseball fan. We watched, you know, the Superstation. And Absolutely. I grew up watching, watching Bob Horner play for – he was my favorite player when I was a kid. So, you know, the Braves have left such a mark, as you well know, on, on this region of the country. Well, let's give out a website, Adam, if people want to go and get more information about this final season at Turner Field. Well, you can go to Braves.com and check it out there. And again, we have hashtag Turner Field memory uh, where we're encouraging people to kind of interact with us and and share their stories. But um, you can find all that on Braves.com. Of course, you can follow the Braves on any social media platform uh, that you choose. We're all over and, and we love to hear from the fans. Excellent. Adam Zimmerman, Vice President of Marketing, thank you so much for joining us on Atlanta Living, and we'll have you back throughout the season. Thank you so much. All right. Coming up next, Breaking Chews, and followed by, we're talking about Steeplechase coming up next weekend. Stay tuned. You're listening to Atlanta Living. WSB. Hey, welcome back, y'all, to Atlanta Living. It's time for Breaking Chews. This is our weekly check-in on all the -the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, festivals. I'm here with our foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website BitesAndSites.net, also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season magazine, and, of course, BelindaSkelton.com. What's going on? Well, so you remember last year after, you remember Midtown's Veni Vidi Vici? Of course. You know, it came, it saw, it conquered, and then it said ciao. Um, And many people thought we'd really lost one of the upper echelon Italian spots for good. The good news is that key members of that team stayed together, and they've regrouped just outside the perimeter. It's a new restaurant called Il Giaio, or I'm sure that's that's a horrible pronunciation, but Il Giaio, it literally translates into the yellow in Italian. This reunites Leonardo Mora. He's the former GM of Veni Vidi Vici, mm-hmm. as well as Chef Jamie Adams, great guy. He's been, he was there 19 years. They've opened this large, airy space. It's in this up-and-coming corridor, Roswell Road, right off 285, um, just outside the perimeter. Okay. It's a beautiful dining room. There's a lot of warm colors and earth tones. Um, it's got an open kitchen, and above the open kitchen sits an electric guitar, and that's kind of a great symbol of the energy, I think, that comes yeah. out of the kitchen. And also, uh, Chef Adams is apparently a, a, quite a guitarist. He's in a band, actually, with Ford Fry, <laughs> Zeb Stevens, no and a few, other, a few <laughs> other great chefs in town. Um, the menu sticks to the Italian greatest hits, I'd say. It's everything right down the fairway, salumi and cheeses. There's grilled and roasted fish, pan-fried veal, fried calamari, and of course amazing pastas. So in that open kitchen, if you watch them, they have a pasta maker working non-stop and just churning out sheets and sheets. So it's almost made to order pasta. Absolutely. It is so fresh. You just watch her pull off sheets. I got oh. a picture of it on your website. Um, and it's just absolutely melt in your mouth. Spaghetti, pepperdell, uh, agnolotti's, you know, gnocchi. We tried spaghetti with meatball and the gnocchi Pepperdell, and it was just, it melts in your mouth. Just a warm feeling yeah. on the palate. Um, also tried the grilled octopus, fried scallops, just among the best oh, in the city. Gosh. They also have their 
pastry chef from Vinny Vidivici, so we tried some fresh um, bomboloni, these ricotta donuts. We tried uh, their bread pudding, and then, of course, they do this strawberry pizza. It's a f- sweet, flaky crust topped with organic strawberries, three kinds of cheeses, and a balsamic reduction. It is a sweet, savory masterpiece. Wow. So if you are anywhere outside, the you know near 285 Roswell Road, absolutely try Il Ghiaio. It's phenomenal Italian. And where can we find you during the week? My website's bitesinsights.net. You can also follow me on social media under that handle. And all these pictures are up on BelindaSkelton.com. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. If it's spring in Atlanta, that means it's time for steeplechase in Atlanta. Happens to be the 51st. And so I brought in one of the people over the steeplechase and it's putting it all together in a nice, big, beautiful package in a bow, Sean O'Keefe. And you've known him from several uh, events around Atlanta with the Sean O'Keefe events. And we have Matt Ridgeway, who is one of the executive chefs at Southern Gentleman, who is going to be a part uh, with Sean O'Keefe in one of their huge tents um, that you can be a part of. And we'll tell you about that in just a moment. But Sean, kind of tell listeners who are new to the city or who have never gone to steeplechase god forbid what's it all about good morning the um atlanta steeplechase is probably the foremost equestrian destination sporting event in the southeast united states save what happens in wellington florida for a separate conversation um and what it's done in the last 51 years has been able to bring together sort of uh atlanta's elite Atlanta's business community, Atlanta's youth looking for a fun time and a great party, Mm -hmm. um, into one giant park, which is set up basically only for that 10-hour period, that one Saturday of the year, to celebrate the history and tradition of the steeplechase movement in the United States. I think I was at the first year that it moved to Rome, and um, lo and behold, I couldn't find a horse anywhere. They're there. I promise you, they're there. But what people don't, I I think what people don't understand completely about the Atlanta steeplechase is the breadth and the intensity of the event. Um, Sean O'Keefe Events and the Southern Gentlemen are responsible for the production of the Chairman's Tent, which is the pinnacle tent for equestrian sports. At any sporting event, there is a Chairman's Tent. But what happens separate from that are tailgate spots, car camping. Oh, yeah. There are so many different and divergent ways to celebrate the Atlanta steeplechase from individual private tents that are erected to help clients and people entertain their friends and family to, you know, kid sections on the infield. So it really is, it's more about celebrating the tradition of equestrian sports. And there are five races that day, each sponsored by a different so company. So I actually missed five races. That they go very quickly, okay, though. Good. Right, run, run, okay. jump, run, run, jump, run, run, jump, they're over. But if you pay attention to them, you can really get to see them. And of course, one of the highlights for the last number of years in the Atlanta steeplechase has been the arrival and the presentation of the Budweiser-drawn carriage done by the Budweiser Clydesdales. And that is something that when they get on that track, the entire 25,000 people stop and watch the progression of this American institution and equestrian tradition. They are magical. They are. And it's actually very funny. Um, 
there was there are seven or eight different packs of Clydesdales that travel the country going mm-hmm. to all of these different events. And recently there was a um, a driver who decided that he would stop and have a couple of beer and let the horses out and they went missing and they found him like four miles later on a private farm and the ponies were kicking oh around gosh. kegs and stuff like that. I mean, the images were really funny. I'm hoping that the Atlanta Steeplechase cheats them a little bit better than that this year. Um, but, you know, they're there and they're excited to be there and everybody in the crowd loves them. So this is a great way, like you said, if you want to treat your clients, um, your staff, and give them a at a at a girl at a boy uh, job for well done work this past year and years past uh, this is a great way to treat them to a wonderful event at the at the chairman's tent you can buy a couple of seats or you can buy a table or multi tables and they're treated to gourmet food um, by Matt uh, Ridgeway and his fabulous staff. I mean, this from Southern Gentlemen, uh, you're bringing an army with you, Matt, from the restaurant. So, Matt, you're bringing basically everyone from the kitchen to help you put together a fabulous meal throughout the day for those that are in the chairman's tent. Uh, yeah, we're, we're doing... Um we're starting with our uh, past app station and moving to lunch and then doing a uh, almost like a supper, a southern supper um, for the chairman's event that lasts uh, the entire day. Um, this is my first steeplechase ever. I'm a northerner, so I've never seen horses anywhere. So um, coming down here, this is going to be an interesting event. Oh, you're a virgin. I am. You're not going to be the same once you leave. <laughs> Great. So can That's you what they give... say up north. <laughs> so can you give us a little hint about what you're going to be serving? Uh, yeah, I mean, we will start off with a lot of uh, just different past apps, and we make our own Dixie bacon, which is uh, a type of uh, a jow bacon, and uh, with uh, you know traditional things like deviled eggs and and boiled peanuts and uh, crab dip and things that you know traditionally down south people like um, almost like uh, junk food, but it's it's really actually pretty good. I, I've never had boiled peanuts before until I came to the south, and I actually stopped on the side of the road, and they are really good. They are very good. Uh, so we uh, we decided just to, you know, boil them in a Coca-Cola syrup. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty interesting. I mean, uh, we're going to add salt to it, and the Coke is, you know, a little sweet and caramely, so it'll go really well with the boiled peanuts itself. So does the peanut take on kind of a sweeter taste? Yeah, when you do yeah, that? it's going to be kind of like a almost like we're going to add a little bit of vinegar to it, and it's going to be like almost like a sweet and sour peanut. Oh, that's incredible! Yeah, it's going to be really nice. And then moving towards you know lunch, I, I wanted to do more finger food, something a little bit that you know you don't get messy and you can you know really spend time kind of walking around. And we're going to be doing like different kind of tea sandwiches of you know smoked trout rillettes and smoked salmon. We're going to do everything in house, um, and then we're going to be doing uh, things like. Uh, pork loin sandwiches so that'll be really good and then when you get to the dinner time uh we're going to be doing like carved pork uh pork tenderloin and beef tenderloin and uh springer mountain chicken um more on the long lines of something a little bit more um you know a little bit more traditional a little bit more um high-end banquet style so this is a way to treat yourself your family or co-workers or clients if you buy your tickets and join you sean and the chairman's tent because tell me what you're doing to the tent to 
to transform it. You're not just going to sit under a tent. No, um, and in fact, uh, the best way to describe what we create at the grounds of the Atlanta steeplechase for the chairman's tent is to um, almost envision a high-end restaurant that exists only for the 10 hours. Our staff arrives the day before. The tent is already in place. The tent seats 450 people. And then there's a subsequent tent built alongside of that, which houses a complete component of the restaurant, which is, again, only installed for that one day. So we're bringing in ovens and deep fat fryers and prep tables and staffs and sculleries and, and all of the things that we need to do to create that first class restaurant experience for our diners. I've been involved with the Atlanta Steeplechase now for five years, and this is the second year that Southern Gentleman has done it, and Matt's first year to come out on site. So there's always a list of things that potentially could go wrong. Yeah, like and, rain. Like and rain and, and, and going mudden at the end of the day when your car gets stuck in the, <laughs> in the field. Um, but what we've done is we've been able to create a machine that allows for that um, world-class service with butler-attended stations for our high-end sponsors, and that when you are in the chairman's tent, you are my guest, and I make sure that every luxury that we can do is afforded to you on that day, and luckily enough, the projected forecast for this weekend, or next weekend, I should say, is 81 degree high, so it's going to be a beautiful day at um, the fairgrounds for um, in Rome, Georgia, for the steeplechase. It will be wonderful. Okay, how do people get their tickets? So you can go to um, the Atlanta Steeplechase website, which is atlantasteeplechase.org, and they have um, a list of things that are available at almost any price point. So if you want to do the high-end experience that sort of allows you to sit back and enjoy the luxury of equestrian sporting tradition in the United States, you can go to the chairman's tent. Mm-hmm. Then we also have tailgating and um, infield, or infield meaning in the center of the field, oh, kids wow. and development stuff. So depending on where you sit, you're either, like we are, high up on a hill perched over the breadth and width of the Atlanta steeplechase, or you're actually in field with the racing going on around you. Um, I'm actually, for those of you that can't see, I'm drawing the circle of the ring on the desk here on the radio station. Um, so it, it really is about um, allowing everybody in the city to experience and enjoy the event. There is something for everyone, and there are things that are available, as I said, at any price point. So for a family of five, you can get in and have a really great time, and if you want to make a proposal, which we had done one year in the chairman's oh. tent, it was really exciting to be a part of that. And they laid the foundation for what I'm assuming is still a blissful and happy marriage. Oh, that's great. And when you say there's something for everyone, the last time I attended, I did a shot off a frozen shot block of tequila that um, I would have never done in a million trillion years. And that's probably why I missed the horse's run that day. (laughs) (laughs) And I understand that there are things like that scattered throughout the the grounds. There are um, so many different envisionments of what that equestrian tradition is um, that you really don't know what you're going to see at what particular time. Like, for example, there is the fancy hat parade, which is sort of traditional in all equestrian sporting events. I was going to ask you about the hat. And then I'm not sure if we're doing it again this year or not, but we also had the men's version of it, Uh which was the fancy pant parade, which we did a couple of years ago, and I'm not sure we had the right number of fancy pants to make it happen again this year, but Uh I always try to relive a little bit of that tradition because it allows us to go over the top in how we interpret a day sporting event. Remembering that the grounds open at 9 o'clock
o'clock. The tent that I'm in, the chairman's tent, starts at 11 and goes until 4. And then we have the guarantor's tent, which is sort of the after-party tent where all the elements of the steeplechase come together in that one last final celebration of the tradition. And we look after our guests in every regard. There is a shopping mall that's put up what? for the day. We do a, a shopping row. There's a support group there for people who can't find their mom in the middle of the place. I mean, we've every last detail is looked after. Remembering that this is a bare and empty field for 360 days a year, and then coming together before and after the steeplechase, so, you know, we're staking the tent layouts and stuff like that, but right. this is just, this pops up. And for Atlanta to parent an event of this size, so far from the city, it's out past Rome, it, it really, it, it's really incredible that we can execute it and put it together and that it's done safely and that it's done in the tradition of celebrating equestrian sports here in the Southeast again. It's wonderful. Well, Sean O'Keefe, we're going to take a break and Matt Ridgway um, from Steeplechase, well, Matt's from Southern Gentleman. We're going to take a break because this Steeplechase benefits a wonderful uh, charity here in the Atlanta area that speaks to all of our hearts. We're going to tell you about that, and hopefully that will push you to buy the next level up. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about that with the boys. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is Scott Slade from Atlanta's Morning News and WSB. Our 24-hour news center is delivering updates four times an hour all weekend. You can depend on it. And we'll be here Monday morning, 4.30 to 9, with breaking news and traffic and weather every six minutes when you wake up. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now, back to Belinda Skelton. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, and we are discussing the steeplechase. The 51st steeplechase, to be a matter of fact just right outside Rome, right up 75, uh, 45 minutes away, and uh, easy to get to, and that is going to be... 23rd of April. That's going to be uh, that's going to be the 23rd of April. And so we have Sean O'Keefe with Sean O'Keefe Events, and we have Matt Ridgeway with Southern Gentlemen. And so, like we said, there is a wonderful charity associated with this. Burt's Big Adventure has been the recipient of monies raised from the Atlanta Steeplechase now for its second year. And getting an opportunity to play with Burt's Big Adventure and the work that they do for children in the Atlanta area and beyond is really, it's unprecedented. And the Steeplechase loves this partnership. And we get a chance to celebrate their work and, and see what they're doing. Um, all revenues that are raised, as I mentioned, are going towards this nonprofit. And it's, it's a terrific partnership that allows the local Atlanta community to give back through a local Atlanta event mm -hmm. to a local Atlanta charity. So it's that perfect trifecta, I think, that makes everything sort of swimmingly successful. And as evidenced by last year's steeplechase, it's win, win, win all the way around. And hope you pick the right horse to win. Ah, no betting allowed. We have mm, problems with that. No, Careful. No. no. So we invite all 25,000 people, not really, but we invite a good number of them to come to the Guarantor's tent, which is actually the largest tent on site. Um, it, it, it makes my tent for 450 seem a little small, and it really is a great after-party rock bands and music and continuing more sort of party atmosphere for up you know until about dusk and then we we start shutting things down because while it takes two weeks to get ready it takes about three weeks to clean up 
people are dying to get tickets to this event. So how would you suggest they go about doing that? You could just go to steeplechase, atlantasteeplechase.org, and under the ticket section, you can uh, drop down bar, visit there, and you can find out information about all of the different opportunities for the steeplechase that are available and pick the one that best suits you, your family, your colleagues, and your friends. And don't forget to really check out the chairman's tent because that's where you will get a lot of bang for your buck, a lot of special attention, and that's where you can really treat your customers and your clients and your employees to a wonderful afternoon. It really is perfect. It's a, it's our best practices tent, and we put um, Atlanta style and Atlanta culinary um, history and opportunity for our guests. When you arrive, everything is perfect. And when you leave, you know that you've had the best time possible. You've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Hey.